Welcome to Dynamics of Dialogue, your one-stop shop for peace and love on the airwaves, a safe space for people of color and our allies. Join us every week as we have real dialogue with people going through real life. Your dynamic, your dialogue. Come get some. Hey everybody, this is your host Rebel Queen and we're getting ready to start our show today. Um, Today is part two of Pleasure Principle. Uh, Pleasure Principle and Safe Spaces. We said that we were going to take your questions and we were going to answer your questions and that's what's going to happen today. So before I get started in on this part, um, let me just go ahead and frame this up for you really well. One of the things, you know, we we had uh, Takesha on here the other day and she was showing us some toys, some really nice toys. (laughs) And um, we talked about uh, conversations that a lot of people have, open and honest conversations, right? And uh, we want to find ways to create space to have those conversations with your partner. Because at the end of the day, you know, we know there's lots of stuff going on. And at the end of the day, we, we don't really want dishonest relationships, right? When people are not getting their needs met inside the relationship, they're going to get it met outside of the relationship. So we're going to kick this conversation off with this one important question. How do we create safe space to have these conversations with our partner? About all of these, you know, uh, these uh, curiosities, these this sexual curiosity that we have. Well, I think for starters, you have to, you know, it's important to be upfront and honest with with your partner about maybe some of the feelings and ideas you're having. So I would just like warmly introduce the topic um, to to your partner, unless your partner has has expressed previously previously expressed, look, I'm not interested in having these conversations, then at that point you have a decision to make as far as the relationship. But it's always great to communicate your feelings and your thoughts and and identify, let your partner know, hey, I'd like to have this discussion with you and I want to make sure you're comfortable. Mm. So go in, you know, with the disclaimer uh, initially or first. Okay. Okay. So just going with the disclaimer and, uh, but you, so, but I mean, what if you're feeling anxious, you know, what, I mean, because um, one of the things I think we talked about earlier is that I think bringing up this type of subject can have a little bit of embarrassment, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes a little shame, you know, I mean, I think, you know, there's an impression about how women are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I think maybe some men might feel like, you know, right. their sexuality might right. be challenged by these questions. You have to be comfortable, you know, one with being yourself and and, and knowing who you are. And if you're not comfortable with that, then any conversation that you attempt to have with, with about anything that you want to discuss with your partner or anyone else is going to be uh, anxiety riddled. So, so becoming or getting to a space or a place where you're comfortable with your feelings and with your thoughts is going to be necessary. Um, moving forward or having these conversations with your partner okay okay yep all right well i hope y'all are ready for some questions because we're gonna get down to the first one i don't know which one should which one i, I don't know which one i should start with i i think i'll, I'll probably start with one of the most challenging ones first yes. okay to kind of get that out of the way 
Um, okay, I don't know. Then I just might bust everybody in the eye. But hey, you already know me. If you know me, then you're not surprised by these questions. These are not my questions. That's my disclaimer. But I'm just saying. <laughs> so, okay, we have a question here from a viewer. She wants to know, is it safe or <laughs> is it safe for me to suck his dick after we've had sex? Wow. That's wow. a question. Yeah. And that's a very good question. And I think that's a fair question. Uh, that depends on it was uh, one thing in particular that comes to immediately comes comes to mind is um, yeast infection. And when you develop a yeast infection in the mouth, that's called oral thrush. Um, now, if you decide to suck his dick prior to him penetrating you and there's no protection, then there's a good chance that the oral thrush could now go into your traditional yeast infection in your in your vaginal area and vice versa. So if you have a yeast infection in your in your vagina and you suck his dick and after that, well, after he penetrates you, I'm sorry, then it's a good chance that you'll develop a good case of oil thrush. So those are some of the things I want people to always keep in mind, STIs or STDs, we now call them STIs, and how they are transferable from top to bottom and bottom to top. Uh, other than that, unless there's something medically else going on, I can't see an issue with a woman sucking a dick after they've had sex. Um, it's really fair game and it's what you want to do and what makes you and your partner feels good, feel good. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't know. I think um, it depends. I, I guess it's a challenge. It depends on what kind of sex you're having. Right. Yeah, because I mean, vaginal sex, you know, yeah. so so yeah. anal sex is something totally different. Yeah. All right. Because that's that that has uh, that's a whole nother area with multiple layers of bacteria. So that's that's something totally, di totally different. It is. It right. is. But then again, um, you know, when we had our conversation about anal play, you talked about if you're going to do that. Every time you should be making sure that area is clean and right. not just by cleaning the outside, but, but you the inside, right? The With inside, the right? Yeah, usually the traditional way of cleaning that. And even, even if you use an enema, there's still no guarantees that you're removing all of the bacteria because you know, that bacteria has been spackled in, in your body and your colon for years so even with with um, using an enema, that's not going to fully remove all of the necessary bacteria from your bowels and your anus. So keep that in mind. That's I know that's a little grotesque, but I want people to be aware <laughs> so that they can make so that you can make a fully informed decision before you go putting a dick in your mouth. I'm just saying I had to sip some tea <laughs> on that one. Yeah, I, well, I I just had to sip some tea on that one. I'm like, oh wow, these are. <laughs> But that's a good question because some people, you know, if you think about it, it, you know, how many of us have just gotten caught up in the moment? And you wake up in the morning, it's like, oof. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> she said, probably shouldn't have did all that. Okay. Yeah. If you see me on the street, don't speak to me. You know, <laughs> like one of those, you know, shit got out of hand. But we had fun. Um, yeah, and it just happens. You know, things become, you become uninhibited and if you're having a good time. So things can kind of get out of hand sometimes, but just do what's necessary to make sure you protect and take care of yourself. And so what about you? What say you? 
if, I mean, if it makes you happy, do it. If you feel dirty, don't do it. Right. You know, that's it. You know, if you feel like the person that you're putting your mouth on isn't clean, you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> probably shouldn't be If sleeping. you feel like you weren't clean, you probably shouldn't do it. You know, if you feel like you're clean, handle it. I think it's, you know, it's really up to you. Yeah. It's really up to you. Do you feel comfortable afterwards? Can you live with yourself? If you can, go. Can you look yourself in the mirror? Can you look yourself in the face when it's done? Ouch. After so, you're done cleaning your face, can you look yourself? <laughs> you know, one thing I will say is this: um, um, I, I I have been told mm-hmm. um, that uh, cleaning yourself with soap and water after sex is actually a really good, another really good way to help prevent uh, infection and things like that. Urinating after sex too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, another thing is, um, I, it, personal favorite is Listerine. I just Listerine kills a lot. <laughs> does you, that burn? Uh, it does, but it's it's actually the preferred. But I just I like I, I, yeah I use okay. Listerine more because the other stuff has a lot of sugar and stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. And you think about right because you want to kill the bacteria in your mouth. You don't need all that sugar. You need something. If it's burning, it's working. And when you use it after a while, you can tell it's working because it stops burning. Because it's not, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about you using Listerine somewhere. <laughs> oh well, no, no, no. I yes. wasn't. I wouldn't say use it during the. Um, um, but you know what? Thing. But that does bring like, into question. Minute. I see this out well about the grapefruit thing, but mm. yeah, it, it seems like a lot of work. Honestly, I don't know that. I mean, you would have to really stage that. I don't know how you would work <laughs> that in, but we'll save that question for a little bit later because okay. Jada got me curious. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, she she's like an expert. She did uh-huh. that on her on the red table talk. Red, uh, you, you did you see that? I didn't see that. One. She didn't she show it, but she was talking about it. You, you didn't see. Yeah. No, so you, you'll have to tell us about that one because I'm not familiar with that one. Oh. Grapefruit juice, or you say grapefruit? Oh well, let's oh. talk about it now. Okay, let's write it down. You you sound like you know what I'm talking you know, about. Famous grapefruit scene from Oh uh, yeah, I've trip. seen that yeah, one. That. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts on it? It's, I mean, like it seemed like it's a lot. I mean, it seemed like you know. Is it necessary? Like it just it seemed ain't. like it's a lot. It seemed it it does spark curiosity, but it seemed like okay, you got to cut the grapefruit on both ends. I'm you got to citrus. <laughs> yeah, like well, apparently I don't know. I don't know. And what, you know, sometimes the skin see, on a dick is sensitive. And, right, and, and right. A, uh, it's it's a lot of acid in there. Like she said, the sit- so acid. I mean, you know, I think most men are good with with just a good old dick sucking. You know? I, I'm thinking, I don't know. He yeah, needs all the grapefruit and everything. But hey, if that's what you like, yeah. You know, then so be it. Uh, maybe, but uh, I think. Well, I don't know. In my brain, I kind of see a mouth covering less territory right. with a piece of fruit there right. in between. So it's like less work. That's what I was just okay. Maybe it's just less. It's less work. Um, I don't know. But hey, or maybe you need yeah. a fresh grapefruit. <laughs> that make a difference. I don't know. Maybe no. Either oh. way, I'm good on it. Right. So the next question: Female ejaculation. Is it pee or what? Oh. <laughs> so I had to do some research on this one, um, personally and professionally. <laughs> <laughs> she said personally. <laughs> and in the actually, there's a journal, and I want to bring up the Journal of Sexual Medicine. And I actually just started to subscribe to this, and it has some awesome articles in it and research. But Doctor Pastor. He reviewed a bunch of studies um, about this phenomenon because for quite some time it's like, oh, it's just pee. It's not real. Well, apparently there is a female organ and it's known as the female prostate and females can ejaculate. Now, I can personally attest to times when I've had sex and it's like, wait a minute, 
you know, I've, I've experienced that squirt and it's not pee because I know when I'm emptying my bladder mm-hmm. and when I'm not. And what I usually try to do or most women, I got most women to do is if you know that you're going to have an orgasm or, you know, whether it be through masturbation or through sex, go empty your bladder. Because your organs are all right here and with the, you know, your uterus contracting with an orgasm, it could be pressing up, you know, against your bladder. And yeah, urine is going to come out. Same thing that happened during childbirth and everything else. And that's natural. Um, but the research talks about that, 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 that that's actually not a phenomenon. It can actually happen as well as it being fluid, vaginal fluid. And yes, sometimes there's pee. And it's pee, pee, so we could pee. Urea, have, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, experience female ejaculation at the same time. So that, you know, and let's talk about that because I, I think that's a pretty, that's a lot going on. It is. I think for female ejaculation, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same. I mean, I wouldn't know if it's the same kind of sensation, like the same kind of intensity right. that a man has. But I think it's pretty intense. It's kind of like... Um, I mean, I don't, I can't compare a female orgasm, of course, you know, you know, to a male orgasm. I can only go by what's reported and what's documented in research and whatnot. But, you know, most men, if they ejaculate, they have an orgasm. That's not always the same case for us. Right. We can have sex and come without having an orgasm. Like we can excrete some sort of fluid or liquid without having an orgasm. But my understanding is it's not, just looking at the research, it's not exactly the same. The intensity level, both reported feeling really good. So there's a sensation of it feeling good and whatnot, but if it's exactly the same. It's different. Yeah. I mean, so in other words, well, when you say that, that, it can excrete liquid like vaginal fluid, even though we haven't had an orgasm. So that's kind of like our body's helping us fake it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. Cause I, yeah, I, I'm just saying, I mean, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, we don't every single time. I think a lot of, that's another thing, right. Within the course of, of sexual intercourse, I think men think, you know, he inserts step one, insert right. penis two, pump really hard, right. really fast. Three woman ejaculates for you ejaculate, or sometimes they get three and four confused. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, right. And then they, they assume automatically assume because there's a wet spot. Right. She's had an orgasm wrong. No. Right. You know, one does not equal the other one. Right. Yeah. Right. And I don't know. I, and I don't know how to even, Right. We, we definitely, it's definitely, I, I think it's impossible to really compare male and female mm-hmm. orgasms, but I wouldn't really even know how to begin to make a distinction. I, I know it feels different. Right. Um, but I don't know how would a woman actually make a distinction? How would she know that, well, I've only, you know, had this ejaculation and I haven't actually had an orgasm. How, how would a woman know, okay, this is my first time I had an orgasm. Like is I, I've <laughs> spoken about an astral and ancestral plane. Like I've right. been to some astral planes in other places and that's what tells me, okay, I'm, I'm there. So most women report um, when they've had an orgasm that they since this numb and tingling feeling all over their bodies, you can mm-hmm. actually feel, um, your vagina pulsating. It feels like it's pulsating. Most women will report, you know, if it's a vaginal orgasm, that it's pulsating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or okay. somebody says, you know, my, my, my pussy is popping. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I never connected that. Right. Dot. I was like, what is she talking about? I'm uh-huh. thinking popping like, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it's like it's 
popping out at you, reaching out, trying to kiss you. You know, mm-hmm. depending on who said down there, it's trying to reach out there and kiss you. But um, and then when women talk about coming or there's this vaginal fluid, there will be clear signs of vaginal fluid. It'd be a lot of you know, depending on the woman, it could be anywhere from a small amount to a large amount of of wetness. Something will be wet. You'll you'll feel it. Um, and then the ev- other than the evidence of just feeling it, uh, it's not always clear. Sometimes it's like a milky discharge. Mm. So it will, will look like a milky discharge, but it's it's everywhere. And then some women experience um, or they report, you know, well, I have to put down a towel because it's just wet everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to those women. Hey, y'all the real MVPs. Um versus you know the whole urination piece is when um i think some women have more control over their uh urethra and clitoris and if you go to push it's kind of like have you know you're going to push and urine is going to squirt and sometimes female ejaculation will squirt i think that was the famous word you know word we hear often Mm -hmm. um and i've heard all kind of stories about it shooting across the room you know um or just a little bit it being a lot. So the research is clear that it is not a phenomenon and it does happen. It's just like you said, being able to know when you've had an orgasm and when you've had, um, when you've ejaculated and when you've just come. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. So there are, so my understanding, um, look, and you know, I think, I think that it's it's good to have these conversations because, you know, our understanding of sex changes, right, as, right. as we evolve. Right. Um, and I know for me, I didn't know that, I think I read something recently saying that there's like five different kinds of orgasms. It's about three, you know, d- depending on which journal I pick up mm-hmm. or what, what I research, it's anywhere from two to, I've heard, I've read an article the other day to six and then it was in on flipboard and i was like wow <laughs> we have work to do yes uh, <laughs> more exploring but you know i encourage people to continue to explore yeah because i think what we know about our bodies especially when it comes to sexuality is lim is, is limited right now quite frankly right, right, right i think we're limited especially as women because for so long we've been taught you know either sex is a dirty word it's only for marriages it's never for self-pleasure it's always to please your partner. So it's important. And I encourage women to continue to explore your body, continue to, you know, in a safe manner and having that conversation, make sure it's a safe space for you to do that. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's true. I know. And, and some of my experiences have, have, have either of you had experiences where you've dated a particular type of man who didn't like for you to initiate anything, didn't, wasn't open. Did you ever try to have the conversation with someone and they weren't open to it? Yeah, my ex. Oh, see, <laughs> which is why, he's fellas, keyword. <laughs> oh, now, okay, yeah. So what what was going on with that? He's just selfish. Mm. Mm. He's just selfish. Like mm. the kind of person that just want to lay there and put his arms back and just. You know, that's yeah. what sex is like. Yeah, because you know, I'm still, I'm starting to think. You know, as strange as it, I really mm. do think that even in this day and age, a lot of men get their ideas about what women should be doing come from porn. You see Becky or or whatever her name is, 
Patricia, Pinky, whatever. <laughs> she's doing sit and spin on your dick. You know she's getting paid a couple of bands right. to do that. Right. She is a performer. <laughs> and they expect like regular women to like, you know, I'm just saying like, right. you know, like whatever happened to the like joint interaction. I don't think they're giving that. You know, when I listen to uh, men talk about conversations that they've had with other men, especially from childhood, who taught them about sex. It was uh, Uncle Unfufu or somebody out, you know, on the, on the, in the in the yard or on, you know, in the in the in the neighborhood. Oh, you know, this is what you do and this is what you don't do. Mm-hmm. So there is no, I don't even know if there is a space where men can sit down and have some honest conversations about how to really be intimate with yeah. a woman and what that looks like and what you see in this porno like you said that's a professional getting paid right to, it's a performance do, it's, it's a performance and it's a right. form of entertainment right so that can't be your it should not be your go-to and to assume that that that's how you interact with every woman but unfortunately between the pornos and those conversation with these men who are ill-informed and uneducated themselves and they're probably poor lovers themselves and they just don't know it um they're just spreading a virus Mm-hmm. So we, you know, it's important of misinformation that, of misinformation. So it's important that women continue to conversate. We continue to have dialogues about what we like, what we don't like. Um, so that hopefully that will become less, less and less. So I'm glad you said that because that's a perfect um, lead into my next question. What is, and I, I, I as detail as, as much or as little detail as you want, I don't want to, but, um, when you think about some of the best sexual experiences that you've had, mm-hmm. what was it that made it great? And I, I'll go first, if that helps. <laughs> no, yeah, if that helps. For, for me, it, it's when he's attentive, mm-hmm. when he's paying attention. If he's reading me mm-hmm. and he's watching how my body responds, I'm not, it, you know, he's learning. Mm-hmm. And that that is one of the things that makes he's it. He's into you. Obviously, he's into you. Right. Yeah. And it's not just your body, but it's your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. That is some sexy shit, and men need to know that. They don't do that enough. Like, you know, if you treat me like a a, a whipping board, like you would Piece say, of yeah, you know, just bang, bang, bang. Huh, yeah, bang, you know. Bang, like boomerang. They watch yeah, this. You really, yeah, you really didn't do shit. I'm sorry, but you yeah. didn't. Yeah. Um, but when you are into, when you pay attention, and it's sometimes it's, it's, you know, attention to the details about about her and just taking the time to explore Um, and even, you know, including grooming yourself before you explore, uh, those things is important and that can lead to, I think, some of the best sex. I think so too. Yeah. What about you, Miss Lachey? I like when, um, yeah, I like to feel as if we don't necessarily have to talk about it, but you know what I like. (laughs) It's cool to talk about it, but if I don't have to. That's even better. Like, I don't like, I I prefer to engage in sexual encounters with grown men. Absolutely. Who make decisions. You know, it's very difficult to engage in that kind of relationship with someone who does not. They don't know what they want. They don't know how to do it. Or they just think that sex is about their penis. Yeah. And that's the only focus. And I can do everything to you with my penis. 
Yeah, no. It's like, no, no. no. You forgot a few things. No, no. yeah, no. I'm just letting no. you know. Yeah, there's a lot of, and I think that, and that's and that's another part of the conversation. Like, mm. how do we, I think we really do need to start breaking news. No, baby, that's not it. I need more right. from you. Teach yes. him. I, teach him how, 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 how to treat you. That's, you know, that's another key component to a relationship, mm-hmm. even outside of sex. Mm-hmm. You know, teach that person and and you, you know, determine how they how they treat you or how they continue to treat you. But teach them, no, you know. And I think most people, I hear most people saying that, you know, okay, I'm, I'm telling them I like this. and I'm tell, But then I hear just almost an equal amount of people saying, well, I don't say that because I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah, and, and that's, but see, and that's, and, and I just, <clears throat> boy, okay. <laughs> Y'all, my mouth, I can't help it. You know, it, it's, it's, it's one of the things that really grinds me when I hear these men talking about how hard black women are. We've been doing a lot. We've been protecting y'all feelings for a very long time. Very long time. A very long time. That's, you know, we're, we, we protect when y'all not really putting it down in the bedroom. We just, Hey baby. Yeah, that was good. Great. Yay. Mm -hmm. Great orgasm. Hercules. You know, (laughs) it's, you know, we give it and then we'll get up and cook you some food and make you feel like you were the king. And, and in reality, we really needed to be telling you, baby, I didn't even have an orgasm. I didn't, yeah. I didn't climax. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I didn't feel it, yeah. you know, and um, I'm going to take this moment to give a shout out to this blog I found uh, on, on Instagram called The Voiceful because mm-hmm. this sister wrote an article. I've been talking about this article since oh, I read okay. it. Mm-hmm. She wrote this article said, saying how his dick wasn't big, but it was murderous. Ooh. And it went on to describe her sexual encounter with this man. And it was almost like an act of, uh, almost like an act of violence, but it wasn't, you know, uh, you know, it wasn't hurtful, Mm -hmm. the type of, that type of violence. It was something different and it's a little, you know, strange. And I think, and it was Comment after comment after comment of women, women that could identify with that experience. I know for me personally, I know I got a million stories. I got an experience. I remember I had one experience with one guy I was seeing. And I mean, I guess he thought he was doing something because he was well endowed. And I'm going to tell you, well endowed is not. It's really yeah, over, I'm glad you- overrated because yeah. most men with large junk, they just rely on their size. They don't really mm-hmm. use skill. They just rely on size. So if you're medium, you are right. Trust me, you're yeah. doing all right. <laughs> but this brother was well endowed and he pumped me so hard. Me, him and the mattress ended up on the floor. And I'm sitting there confused. Like, how the hell is... Us and the mattress on the floor, and I still ain't came yet. Like, what? That's your fault. Yeah. Well, when, they, when they big like that, they going past everything that matters. Yeah, because you have a G spot. Right. That's really, and and to me, and I know, and I'm I'm like you. I wish men would stop the dick measuring. Like that is not. <laughs> it's not, y'all. Do you understand? Real. I have a cervix there and 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 a uterus which and and really you put me in a position of either danger or infection once you start tapping up in there yeah and that shit don't feel good i'm sorry and like you said it it seems to make them lack a lot of lust in the bedroom because i oh i got a big dick so i can just you know pump her 60 times and she's good to go no 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 um, and you know, women, we put out BDRs. I don't know if people are familiar with BDRs. BDR. It's a bad dick report. Okay. Don't catch you one. Um, so, so become more aware of your dick and what you're doing. BDR. 
Yes. It's real though. We would tell the crew. Yes. We would tell the crew. He that cute. Message but uh, and that's when you stop having a name. Yeah. You get a number. You get a, a yeah, nickname. nickname. Yeah. Yep. 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 You get Willie. an account. Yeah. We gonna all talk about you. Right. Y'all know a friend who know a friend who done met you, and we gonna tell about you. Mm, I know him, girl. Let me girl. give you. Let me run down his BDR. <laughs> Check. Y'all gonna start a website called the BDR Report. Put them all on here. And with we pictures. pictures, look, and as many pictures as flying around, we don't need your face. Right, we need pictures. I know, you, I know you don't put it out here in this internet. You are okay. out here in this internet, girl. Hard enough. And, and and there are a number of things that can get you on a BDR too, like you showing up smelling. You know, there's no. something else too. Wash wash your dick and balls before you show, especially if you on demand somebody put their mouth on it. Okay, so there, there there's a there's a, a list. A criteria list that could get you on a BDR. Don't find out. Right. Because, yeah, because I tell you, men are very, very strict. They're they're typically, well, you know, I don't like, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that, do this. And then they will show up with some ashy-ass feet. Complete Like opposite. they've been kicking the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> they will show up with an ashy-ass. This dude showed his ass was gray. His ass oh, was gray, yo. Gray booty. Gray booty. <laughs> and I don't look like a silverback goddamn gorilla. <laughs> I'm saying, you know what? That'll get you on a BDR. BDR. Right? AKA you, gray booty. You know, uh, but, but you know what? Now, see, I'm talking about him now, but, you know, yeah. I, I, at one point I loved him. So I but didn't. But your love ain't I, the I, 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 I didn't. Deal with that great yeah. booty. I, I so I don't deal with that goddamn gray booty. You can't deal with that great, great booty. Gray booty. Deserve better than I deserve booty. better than gray booty. <laughs> you deserve a lotion. If the man won't take the time to put lotion on his butt, he's not going to take his the feet. time with you. Because I know feet. it's a lot of dudes. They will put lotion everywhere and stop at their feet. It's like, why do you stop there? <laughs> why stop yeah. at your feet? No, like, but but they will demand us yes. to be, you know, I've, no minutes. Oh, she got to be clean shaven. I don't want to see no hair. I want to see an even, even skin tone. You know, there and 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 if, but we. I don't always get that in return. And not only that, mm. other, I'm glad you said that too about the shaving because you know I think one thing that people, for some reason, people think it's nasty not to shave. Your pubic hair is there to protect you. It serves mm-hmm. a purpose. You know everything on your body. There's nothing on your body that's just like I, I don't need it. <laughs> you you need this little it. thing right here. Right. We still ain't figured out. Oh yeah. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Maybe it's to rest the dick. <laughs> I'm just saying this yeah. is just, uh, you know this is just all personality y'all so, but it is it is for a purpose and it does right. prevent against it, it and I'm gonna give you a perfect example and I think people need to know this so particularly shaving if you're shaving mm-hmm. um, right before sex I, I would I don't, I, I don't know I have a lot of mixed feelings about that my preference is to trim because right. when you're shaving you run the, the, the risk um, of, of nicking your skin and any an opening in your skin makes you more prone to a sexually transmitted in- infection. And and it, whether it's herpes, HPV, you know, herpes is a skin condition. Right. So the the, the a condom alone does not always protect you. Or, or against HPV. Or against well. HPV. And it's just like shaving before you go right. into a hot tub. It's right. just as you're, you make yourself more susceptible to, like bacteria, said, to bacteria, yes. viruses and infections. Don't do it. Right. Especially because a back hot tub because of the warmth. It's the a heat, breeding ground. It's a breeding ground for bacteria. Yes. Yeah. I don't even do hot tubs. No, I don't. No. I don't. I, and if a man is performing oral sex on you and he doesn't practice good oral hygiene, that makes you more susceptible mm-hmm. to yeah. a number of things. Um, 
when after you've freshly shaven. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. That's why I'm just a big proponent of you know everybody use Listerine before after. <laughs> Rock it out, kill it, whatever it is. Okay, just yeah, everybody bring it. a little bottle or your big bottle, whatever you Maybe got. Again, I got <laughs> look, oh no, I got a big bottle. Okay, I do too. Hey. It's necessary. That's it's good, necessary. Though. Yeah. Well, again, because yeah. I, I that's just what I like to use for my teeth. That's just how it keeps my teeth uh, really healthy. Okay, so we're gonna go on to the next question because this is one I think that'll take us a little out. So. What uh, one of the questions that came in is, what is the dirtiest thought you've ever had about a stranger? Mm. Now, I know this isn't, you know, the, I guess people trying to dig uh, into our minds, yeah, but, yeah. you know, so hmm. you're looking at me like I don't have no answer. You got to answer. No, I can find an answer. I like to find an answer. I know you like, but then, I know she, so I'm going to have to start talking about trees because she's she too quiet over here. You know, the quiet Shy, ones, they always yeah, say, watch those, out for the quiet ones. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think stranger. Like I don't really see strangers and have a plan. I don't. Well, you know, you know just I, so I'm trying to think. Um, now, if you, I know somebody has pulled up. Who was um 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 the one from not Greenleaf? What's the one um where the whole family? What's the the series? The dark skinned brother with the beautiful beard. Beautiful. I beautiful. do. Now you know. What I'm, I know we've looked at a brother like that, and I know you've uh, had co- some that plans. Kofi, uh, what's his name? Kofi Sidibo. Yeah. Yes. Is that his name? Yes. Is that his name? Co- the, one from, co- the one. The one with the grapefruit. Mr. Grapefruit himself from the movie. Oh, from the movie. Uh, yeah, from um, the movie. What's his yeah. name? Yeah, he's on that show. Sabor. Co- Kofi. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't remember his. Last I can't remember his name. But sad boy Not is the side. perfect shade of. Brown chocolate tate. Oh my yeah. god! I see now. I see y'all yeah. got some plans yeah. already. Yeah. I can tell, yeah. and that's I straight. Would never I, see that gentleman. I would have to introduce myself <laughs> and just say hello. I would, say, sir. Yeah, it's a few it's, gentlemen. You said pleasure. what? It sounded like I heard a Freudian <laughs> slip in there. It would be a pleasure to meet you. Naked, naked. <laughs> It'd be a pleasure. Now, outside of like celebrities, you know, I don't yeah. really. I guess I don't really see strangers and have a plan. Now, if you say something to me and you a stranger, you might trigger something, right? In my mind. Or just see someone and be and, and think to myself, hmm, I wouldn't mind sitting on his face. You have a face worth face. sitting. Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting on his face. I, yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah. And just you know, just because it's something about a full set of lips that just like What? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What? You yeah. you ain't yeah, you ain't had oral sex till you had you, you uh, know when you we was kids you make fun of right. dudes with big lips when right. people been on. You no. ain't really had no. life until Look, I take it all back. Yeah, all back. With some nice lips and a, and a good tongue. All right. You find a dude with a good tongue, good thick tongue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's I think as far as the dirtiest thoughts, that's probably the extent. Uh, you know, of a stranger. Um, and I think they talk about men having uh, multiple th- dirty thoughts mm-hmm. about strangers throughout the day. And I just want to make sure we don't demonize people for doing that because I think that's something that's very sexually healthy. It's yeah, okay. Fantasy. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. fantasy is real good. Sometimes that's what keeps us safe. Uh, <laughs> so that's a good thing and healthy. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. don't think outside that box. You know, I don't think for me, I don't think I can't recall. Um, sorry, I have my mic all jacked up. I can't really recall um, that. I know I have seen a man that I thought was extremely attractive mm-hmm. and I just kind of got stuck in that moment. But I haven't really had a although but like like you all said, like with a celebrity, I've, I've mm-hmm. seen somebody maybe I thought me I could 
I could have some plans. <laughs> I know what I could do with that. Just give me. I got some ideas. Yeah, I got some ideas. Yeah, I got some ideas. Yeah, I got some ideas. Um, so I don't. I don't really have anything. Um, much to contribute to that. So, uh, but another question a person asked. Uh, I think I need to add on to this um, because we did in our private discussion. A person was asking, "What do you do if you get really horny in public?" And um, what do you all think about sex in public? I mean, outside of it being illegal. Right. No. I mean, no. I mean, I think there's Legalize it. I right. think there's public places <laughs> that you can because yeah, you gotta give people boundaries and rules. Otherwise, right. like, if it was legal, they'd be all over the place. Like you walk out right now and see somebody getting uh, out of bounds. Sure. Uh, and that we I've seen like wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, I haven't seen that, and right. I don't know how I would react I if I saw that. No. And for me, you know, I'm I get a little intrigued. I watch for a minute. I caught like, somebody at Stone Mountain watch. Park for the Fourth of July. Like they was talking yeah. about it, and I was like, "You know, I ain't gonna be no hater. Right? Y'all get it in, it, but you know, y'all know we out here at this park for the Fourth of July. Like the kids is walking by, right? Know. Like we that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why, well, if they're at a public event like that, um, I think they know that people are there and that's probably part, part of the right. turn on. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, sex in, in public can be um, romantic. Like she said, you, you don't want kids, you don't want to expose those vulnerable populations mm-hmm. to that. Um, but I've had sex on a balcony, uh, on a hotel, um, in a bathroom, in, in a gender neutral bathroom or co, co-ed bathroom. In a very famous mall, um, but it was nice and discreet. Uh, even in the park, you just have to be, you know, discreet about it. I think that's okay. And and just be mindful, again, of your surroundings and be safe, you know, because you don't want to walk away with a rash in a nasty spot or in an uncomfortable sensitive area that may not feel too good. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't dismiss that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes some people need to step outside the bedroom mm-hmm. and I'm one of them mm-hmm. you know I kick like really the bedroom every time but it if gets that's boring you, yeah 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 it gets boring um and to each each their own uh but I know I remember going back in high school going to the um what do you call it movie theater drive-in mm-hmm. where, man just about everybody in the parking lot was getting it in getting it in yeah <laughs> right yeah you know but it it does help bring back especially for these couples or uh, partners who you know sex becomes a routine and it becomes mundane and you need to help break that monotony spontaneous yeah, make it spontaneous mm-hmm. for me i know i'm i'm always curious you know so, but for me I, and i don't think you know to put it in perspective i don't think sex has to actually be the act because mm-hmm. i i've always the the relationships i've enjoyed the most were ones where the flirtation was all day Thank you. you know we're texting i'm texting you while you're at work right you know we may go out and the whole time you know mm-hmm. there's something going on that other people can't see but you know we know what's going on right you know so to me that's also very public it, it it you know and it's it just exciting. kind of it, it 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 just adds to it and i think it just i think that in order to even have i cannot stress enough in order to even have that kind of relationship that kind of sex you have to have a trust in your partner you have to have intimacy with your partner it has to be a connection it has to be a connection yeah yeah connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's some that's important and um I think that there's other ways. And it's another thing I think we should bring up too. We should okay. talk about later on is intimacy oh, yeah. uh, because intimacy is a very, very, um, uh, I, I've, I'll say this. I've had experiences with people um, where it was a person I knew that was getting into professional cuddling 
and they have actual professional mm-hmm. cuddlers that they I'm what, it, on Vegas. Like, yeah you can be totally been, unclothed yeah. but there's no sex right it's just intimacy it's just closeness right. and, and because you can have sex without yeah. having a level of intimacy mm-hmm. yes. and vice versa and right. so many people don't they don't know because they really don't know what the, the real definition mm-hmm. of intimacy is right um and that's not just intimacy intimacy is not just um penetration no no not at all because there's i think you know one of the most intimate things like you said is about knowing your mind yeah one because for me i'm a sapiosexual so you know you can be like really good looking i've had really good looking men hitting on me but they ain't nothing upstairs i can't you can't turn me on if there's nothing upstairs so i'm gonna need you know you you Really, I'm just at that point where really for anybody to really get there with me, they have to stimulate this. And that's how women, first. many women evolve. Like like you said, mm-hmm. it goes beyond just the aesthetics and you having a big dick. You know, it takes more than that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It takes a, it takes a lot more than that. And I'm hoping that um, that um, these brothers out there start to understand. And on that note, I want to make sure that we are in the process of building up our inventory of official DFD gear. And we have our very first item, which is our official DFD mug. And I don't know how well you can see it, but right across the top, it says, Got Good D. Got Good D. So I thought this was a good time to bring it up because we are talking about D. But on the other other hand, we're also talking about dialogue. That's right. what the show is about, right? Dynamics right. and dialogue. So we keep that in there. And this is a part of our merchandise plan. So, yeah. So I hope that you all enjoy this. I'm going to hold it up just a little bit closer to the camera. See if you can see it. I'm holding up too. Do, 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 do. Here's the third. I hope you all can <laughs> see it really well. Um, so in order to get one of these free, if you want to get one of these free, come see us on officialdfd.com. Join our website. It's a, a community. This this community, again, this show is not just about sex and silliness no. and having fun. It's about freedom. It's about acceptance. It's about open dialogue, about dynamic dialogue. And uh, I can be very serious, but right now is not the time for that. So what we're <laughs> going to do is invite you to the website. Want you to join the first 15 people to become a gold ambassador gets one of these beauties for free and these are some nice good sturdy cups aren't they mugs. i'm sorry aren't so they i was looking at the quality and i was like wow this aren't is, they yeah. I, I picked a black and i think i'm gonna order some with red too so oh, you'll have two right. choices a red and black interior i can see some women really liking the red interior yes. of the mug because I, I i just was torn between that so listen i want to thank you all for coming uh listening to tuning into our podcast today i hope you 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 got some good information. Um, you heard from our great friend Ella Shea Farmer and Takesha Weidman Smith. Um, I want you to follow us on social media. Give everybody your social media, ladies. You can follow me at Maggie at Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. It's M A A D. And you can follow me on Facebook at Takesha Weidman Smith. That's W I D E M A N, and it's hyphenated with Smith. And on Instagram at TK underscore Weidman Smith. And I'm also on Twitter at Takesha Smith. And I am Rebel Queen. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rebel Queen the Poet. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Official D of D. Join us next week for another great episode. Mm-hmm.
Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our show. Tune in every Sunday at 3 p.m. at officialdfd.com. Follow us on social media at officialdfd. Your dynamic, your dialogue. Come get some.